This is Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. That's such a such a first world problem. It is, but it's a real problem. That's why I have instant coffee. I have that as a backup. Yeah, well, no, no backups needed here because we're we're live. Oh, fantastic for. Uh, <laughs> Episode one giggity. One giggity. Oh, I've been waiting for this. Actually, technically, we've already had a giggity episode. We, technically, but this is officially one giggity. One giggity. Yeah. <laughs> this is better than. Not, yeah. not just a giggity, it's was, a one giggity. Or is it one nice? Because nice is usually what people say after 69. <laughs> well, that would be that'd be the next episode, wouldn't it? No, no, no but like when people see the word like number 69, it's mm. often like a nice. Or just like lol. Yeah. I think Giggity works better. Okay, so one Giggity. Yeah, mate, we're back. Yes. Three of us again. Yep. Mr. Matthew's still not with us. No. no. Rest in peace. <laughs> no, no, he, he says he'll probably come back for next week. Baby, so. come back. <laughs> and a kind of fool could see. I'm not going to sing the whole song. No. But, um, no. Oh, great, great, like, 70s one-hit wonders. There's there's nothing like it. Was it 70s? No, it sounds like it was from the 70s. It does sound like it was 70s. Anyway... Um, so I I got some things I want to talk about with the Integra. That's good. Um, we got a question regarding suspension. Suspension, uh, which is more your ballpark. Yeah. Um, so I probably hand the reins low, to you low, for that low one. Key, low key, excited. Yeah. <laughs> There's a suspension <laughs> chat going on, even though we've discussed it ad hoc. But yes. uh, you know, but I mean, this is excuse? a bit more specific. Yeah, it is actually. So you know, you might be able to add your two cents. Um. Worth of suspension knowledge. I'll add like twenty cents worth. <laughs> <laughs> and um, got a little, little wee, wee bit of news. I suppose there's been news this week that I ha- like I've forgotten about that yeah. I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um. But because it often pops up on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that, and then it's like, come to the pod. It's like, oh, I got nothing. To talk yeah, I got about. nothing to talk about because I forget about it. Uh, yep. Question uh, about the uh, new Yaris. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a question from one of my colleagues uh, who was asking, is it going to be a small car, like small, small, like a, it's a yes. too small to fit in sort of for a larger size person? Uh, I, I would say so. Hmm. I mean, it's a Aww. three-door Yaris. Well, because I was sort of thinking a lot of the cars now have gotten a lot bigger. Even the small cars have gotten a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And they're generally sized to accommodate people that are a bit taller and a bit wider. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts was it's not going to be a tiny, tiny car like an old Mini or will be closer to like a Suzuki <laughs> I don't think Swift. any modern car will yeah. be like an old Mini. Exactly. No, yeah. I think you'd, it depends. Like if, if there's just one bloke in there, you'll fit. Yeah, Because even if you're quite tall, for example, you'll fit in an 8.6 fairly mm. easily. Even but you wouldn't fit in a new NDMX5. No. So... No, well, I mean, yeah. Even even I struggle in an, in an ND, and I'm mm. not even that big. No. So yeah, God, God forbid you're over six foot or <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like it's already for me. Um, yeah, like my forehead's like beyond the top of the, uh, <laughs> the windshield. windshield. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had to use the sun visor, I'd yeah. go blind. Like <laughs> I'd be screwed either way. Either the sun would blind me, or the visor would blind me. Because he uh, he rather like the Alpha Four C. Um, he thinks it's one of the better looking uh, cars and it's a car great he, looking car he would have yes. liked. Mm. Um, but what turned him away is just the fact that he knows he's not going to really fit too well. I mean, the Yaris is, it's it's a tall car for what yeah. it is. Like, it's not like a, 
traditional sports mm. car with a low slung roof is still fairly. Yeah, it's got a fairly tall. wide door, like yeah. the door size, which means that most of the seating area is going to be pretty pretty uh, sizable. Yeah, it'll be easy to get in and out of. You know, if you can. F- <laughs> get easy to get in and out of, you know. Old Top Gear reference. No, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> spewing. Oh, you know, speaking of like hot takes and who prefers what and stuff, we had a bit of a bit of a debate last night. Old short one here. Was it a debate? I still think I'm right, but well, of course you do. Mm. So we're going to put it to the people. I think a short one here reckons. Oh, well, people would be F- wrong too. F fifty is better than the F forty. Oh, that debate. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't really a debate. It was just a <laughs> two, no. two blokes. Two, with a, two parties each think they're right. Two men with a brain bashing <laughs> someone <laughs> whose opinion <laughs> it could be misguided. No, no. I think, to, to clarify, I think in isolation, the F50 is a fantastic car. You can say that about any car. In isolation, any car is fantastic. Yeah, with no, no other references. <laughs> yeah. With no other references, it, no, any no, car no, is like fantastic. A, like my, my, my sister's Kia Rio is rubbish, no yeah, matter but, what way you cut it. Yeah, but like, if there's no other car available to you, right? And the I'd Kia walk. Rio, I'd rather was, walk. But it was the only car you knew. <laughs> fantastic. Right. So no. in isolation, that's not, that's not what no. I'm saying. Yes, no. it is. No. Yes. No. No. If you had a Kia Rio and it was the only car you ever knew, yeah, it'd be fantastic. You wouldn't walk up every day to it going, "Yeah, I'm ready to drive my Kia yeah, Rio." I love cars. Cars are awesome. Cars are the best. Yeah, live for cars. Yeah. No. But back on topic. The the well, F forty. Yeah, the F forty <laughs> is like it's like like I said in the it's chat. The F forty is pure rock and roll, right? The F fifty. It's the same band trying to recover their youth 50 years later doing pub tours, right? Ooh. It's not the same, right? It's 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 fatter, it's no, it's it's it, heavier, it's, it's more <laughs> stylish. No, it's it is no. Lines. Nah. I think it I don't think it's actually a good-looking car. The F40's a rocket ship. I I agree. It looks like a, a f- jet fighter from that era. But I think that the F50 but the whole is thing a with the F50 is that it's a bit of a piss stylish take. car. No, because the F50 was like, oh, we're going to have a Formula One engine. And then they realized that, hang on, a Formula One engine wouldn't work in traffic or on the street in general. At all. So the intent was there. So the basically, the only thing it shares with the F1 engine is like maybe the block. Everything else is a factory engine. What's wrong with that? It's just that it's is such, pretty bad. It's a wank factor. That's all it is. What's wrong with having wank factors on your car? It's a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, no, but like <laughs> the badge itself is a wank factor. Actually, I saw a, a Peugeot two hundred six convertible with a Ferrari badge on the front and rear the other day. Oh, what go. the hell? Yeah, he needs a nah, tissue. That like a, be. Oh, a Peugeot CC, whatever. Those really oh, like things with the, with the ass. Yeah. Oh no. But it was red, so therefore it's a Ferrari. That, I think that's a federal um, offence. <laughs> And they're slightly oversized as well, the stickers. So they were like eBay Ferrari yeah, stickers, exactly. not even actual proper ones. No, I mean, the proper one's probably worth more than the car. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, the F40 is purely functional, no bullshit. The beauty is about the F40 is that it, not only does it look absolutely stunning, it mm. has all the intent and yeah. all the performance. And it was so iconic for its time. Yeah. And it's so race car. And the F50 Whereas is just Ferrari trying to re- redo the same thing. I do like the V12 in it mm. like i think that's a really cool idea but it was in general made to be more of a road car and it was a little bit nerfed in that regard um but and just the front nose i can never like it the, doesn't look it doesn't yeah, work it's, a, it's aged well it looks better now than what it did back then and i like the ass of the f50 people at home can't see me like doing oh yeah nose. yeah yeah it's like someone just it's, farted in your yeah, face no, like, that's, that's your facial expression it's right just it had, like the grill at the front makes it look like it has a stupid face like it's grinning. Uh, it's just, it's just dumb, not a. Like a dumb it's not a, a pretty car. Eh, 
What, the little little girl at the front? Yeah, I don't, it looks weird. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's awful. <laughs> There's literally no redeeming features of an F50. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now, this is interesting. It's like, it's, it's changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is morphing. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause> the, <laughs> like, more, the more Mitch is talking, the more I'm agreeing <laughs> with Joel. <laughs> no, but even then, like, I was watching um, Clarkson did a review on one, like, on one of those oh, multi... He was one of the, the biggest haters of it. He, he, he said it was awful to drive. And yeah, like, they kept spinning out. They all said that. They all said yeah. that. But then in, in history, looking back in context, compared to cars of today, the F50 is pretty cool. But it's, it's no F40. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. What's it mean? Like, There's a, um, a, a video I recall watching, and it was one of those, you know, Japanese... Uh, uh, videos almost um, hot, it, hot version or something yeah yeah something like that and best they had, motoring yeah they had, it would have been like the NSX uh, Lambo Diablo I have seen that one and all that and of the F50 fucking did well and the F50 and uh, the F40 would kill them as well I remember they were both of them now mm. they both started yeah. at the back and they just stormed their way yeah. through mm. so it's not uh, it's not a, a crap no, it's car not. on the track no Clarkson can't drive I just I just don't like the F50 it's no too modern for you it's not enough no, stone, it's stone Age for you. <laughs> so you're saying the F40 is Stone Age? Well, comparatively. <sighs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not that far apart. In I a know. couple of years. I know. But they're a different, different approach philosophy. philosophy yeah. F40, yeah, I agree. It was as it's intended to be... function. Let's put strings as door handles because they'll be too heavy otherwise. Yeah. I, I, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm talking about from like a... Uh, uh, aesthetics perspective, I think the F50 looks better. I think the F40 looks better. Cool. <laughs> well, I think I, I, think. I. I get what you're saying with the front part of it. I think the uh, overall, if you cut the car mm. at the front, uh, the the front nose of the F40 has a better line. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have the big grills. Mm. If you change that, it'd be fine. And pop up headlights, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. and, and that line doesn't <laughs> yeah. sit as well with the F50 where the um, canopy is, but overall, especially like from a side shot or a rear shot, I think it looks better. Mm. Nah, the F40 makes me feel funny in the pants, and the F50 doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Doesn't give you the fizz. Does not give me the fizz. <laughs> like when you when you're standing next to an F40, like it's it's a thing to behold. Like it is just. Oh yeah. Amazing. No, How many yeah. F50s have you stood next to? One, I think. Was there one at Gosford? No, the one I the first one I remember seeing was at the like the very last Brisbane International Motor Show. Yeah. And uh, Lindsay Fox brought his collection. It was right when the Enzo came out. Mm. So they had the the GDO F40, F15, and Enzo all lined up. And um, yeah. <laughs> I will admit, yeah, the yeah. F50 and that company was like, whoa, but <laughs> it was like, it was interesting just to see, like, yeah, but the F40 was something to behold. Mm. We've seen them actually at the yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari dealership. Did, yeah. I've seen an F40 up close, mm. and uh, my my car we're, runs we're, the same size tires, so it's basically <laughs> an F40 yeah. on, on the front. We've seen the F40 at um at uh, uh, Wattax. Yeah. Yes, that's right. When the bloke basically idled it around the track, literally, yeah, right. literally, he so was his three million dollars, three million dollars. Yeah, car, but if you're going to come to Watak, get into oh, it. He, he brought it. We got to see it. No, but just gun it down the straight at yeah, least. At the no. very least, at least treat it like <laughs> I've seen. I've seen more gusto at a happy laps than yeah. that's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's fine. His car. World time attack challenge. But even the b- 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 thing's barely struggling to kick over. It's like putting down yeah. the straight. Like, like even I, the, the seven six seven or seven eight seven. Sorry, was at least they went for they it. They ripped it there. Yeah, uh, like 
This guy was going so slow He went out of the pits Onto the track And I just thought He, he blew up Or he broke down Never came back <laughs> Yeah It was ridiculous Yeah Yeah But uh, yeah No F40 Every day of the week You know This reminds me Or the Ferrari chat Reminds me of a video I saw on Drive Tribe Earlier this week um, James May mm. Sold his Ferrari 308 wasn't it The 308 Yeah, yeah. But he did raise A very thought provoking Argument as to why He He wanted to sell it mm. Um Effectively, I don't know, Must very out of character, but he was saying that old cars, it's no good to constantly look into the past. Yeah. He is actually modern on a lot of things, despite yeah. being Captain he's Slow. He's very progressive, isn't he, he? He's all about the electrification, Yeah, which is, is interesting. <laughs> but no, he, what, what he basically said was he loved looking at it and hated driving it. Yeah, that's a common complaint of all 308s. Yeah, so. I've heard the 308s a bit of a... Yeah, it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's beautiful to behold and mm. to look at, but then to go and drive it, then they're, they're not particularly fast. Mm. They don't sound particularly good. They mm. don't handle particularly well. They're not particularly well built. Mm. Um, they just look amazing. Mm. It was literally one of those cars Enzo built just to get bulk sales to yeah. fund the F1 team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a truly iconic car. Mm. One of the best. One of the nicest cars, nicest looking cars of all time, in well, my opinion. He he clarified and said he still has his. Was it Stradale? Yeah. Or Speciale? Speciale, that's whichever it. one it is. I've, of course, that yeah. that is my. That's that's like the apex yeah. of Ferrari V8s, yeah. in my opinion. The four five eight Speciale. It does not get any better than yeah. that. Literally. Yeah. Like yeah. We've 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 gone past the best in that regard, but um, yeah, I just thought it was really like out of character of him mm. to say that like you know old cars aren't the way forward, and you know old cars say a lot about you as a person. You know you yearn for for a golden era, or yeah. you know like you you're just trying to relive your youth basically. Like you said, there's no like tangible reason why. No, it's it's purely emotional yeah. thing. Like the, in every sense of the word, or in every sense of the way, it's. Not a good idea to drive an old car. Like a modern car, even a shitty modern car, will be pretty much better in almost every aspect, technically speaking. I, I disagree. I think there is a tangible, car. tangible factor to it. There, there is a a, a sensory uh, connection to the car. I imagine, I'd argue beyond that's emotional. beyond emotional. It's beyond emotional because you're getting more input. You're getting different inputs. You're, you're actually feeling more of the car. You. Different sounds and, and whatnot from a modern car. Yeah, they're easier to drive, no doubt. Mm. Uh, they're they're co- more comfortable, no doubt. The mm. suspension is probably far better, no mm. doubt. But there is, it's beyond just an emotion. The emotion comes second. The emotion happens as a result of the uh, mechanical and, yeah, and other A lot of inputs. people, they see that as a negative. Yeah. yeah car, well. car guys love it, but normal people are like, oh, it's making noise. Mm. Something's broken with it. You know, oh, it's just cheaply made. Oh, you know, and they well, see it's it because as a it's how you view what, what transport is. And, yeah, and, exactly. and whether it's just a place from A to B that avoids having to catch a bus. Yep. Literally is for most people. Well, on that topic, though, of modern cars being better, I was thinking the last week, that like these engineers at BMW or Kia or whoever spend however many hundreds of hours developing these suspension systems and uh, engines that you know produce more power and yada yada they're quieter or softer or whatever and the suspension it, it's you know it gives a smoother ride and yet everyone just goes like twenty k's under the speed limit anyway like what's the point of having like the BMW X5 has got seven hundred newton meters of torque and it's top spec why like what's 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 the point when not, when people barely go the speed limit? Yeah, not like even most race cars would struggle to have seven hundred yeah, years of torque and use it all effectively. It's, like, 
It just seems superfluous. I mean, I love the idea of having 700 meters. Yeah, That's but fantastic. I mean, like, but what's the point if, in, if you, in a soccer if you broke down, If you broke down transport into only essentially what you need to get, to get from A to B, mm-hmm. as in just enough to do the speed limit comfortably and uh, and that's all you need, no extra, mm. we'd all be driving around in shoeboxes. Yeah, Nothing would look good. We'd have no extra space in what we need. There'd be no extra furnishings. It would all be boring as batshit. It's as extra as you get, get to, with that, whether it's bragging rights or whether it's a little yeah, poke for when you want it. Does the BMW X5 driver really care? Yeah. That's, that's what I want to know. I are they going to rock up to the, you know their private school and brag yeah, to their parents because, that they've got 700 images to talk? They'll, they'll rock up Probably. next to the guy who's got the Audi Q series or whatever the SUV version of that the is. Q7. Q7. Mm. And, oh, and, and they'll go, oh, my car's faster than yours. Blah, blah, blah. So, oh, yeah, there's a lot of keeping up so. appearances, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think that if there was absolutely zero market for it at all, they wouldn't bother spending money to make them. Yeah, fair point. So on. Someone they know that they know There's that if they if they give a car this much power, even if it's a soccer mum hypervan, mm. they know that there's going to be enough people out there that will want I it mean, to you, justify. You look that. at the styling cues of most of these um, German cars that are coming out now. They're not getting tamer. They're not getting softer. They're not getting they're more getting luxurious. more insane. And they're more they're insane. getting more and more bloody uh, ugly. Teenage bloody. Yeah, it's true. The girls are getting bigger. Mm. Yeah, way bigger. All, all the aero like little canards and and you know what. Like, uh, when when electric takes over, these cars are going to be even faster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the scary thing. Like you already can't. You we're already at the peak of internal yeah. combustion. You still can't utilize all that power on the road, and we're going to go electric in the next ten twenty years. And yeah. That's going to be even a, a massive. Well, even, even the P one hundred D does like zero to one hundred in what two seconds? Something stupid like that. You know what? <laughs> you, yeah, like the the re- and they actually handle okay too. For what I've heard, yeah, they, they, they handle their heft. Because they've got a very low polar moment of inertia, mm. and so they're just—they're actually a very agile car for mm. what they are. Because yeah. all the weight's very low; it's basically along the center line of the, of the vehicle. Mm. It's um, and not like the weight moves; it doesn't shift like fuel or anything mm. like that. Yeah, I it's mean, at, crazy. at the end of the day, like since the motor vehicle was small, and there's always been people racing them, mm. even, even before, even before and after whatever well, vehicles basically, or horses or the first hill climb was in 1880 something yeah. or 1890. Like yeah. it, literally, as soon as Carl Benz it's created a car, yeah. Guys wanted to race yeah. them, <laughs> and they literally raced them on dirt roads up up hills. Yeah, That's, and hill climbing, I think, is like the oldest form of motorsport. And there always will be mm. hill climbs, or well, let's hope so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it'll be our generation. We're like sixty to seventy, still racing on nineties shit boxes. And yeah, we will be. <laughs> yeah. you see, you see, like, maybe we will. I don't know if it'll no, be working see, like, by then. <laughs> We see guys from like you know our parents' generation yeah. who rock up in cars from their youth doing hill climbs. Yeah. And we're like, why well, would you want to rock up in an old MG? Mm. But now it makes sense. It's like, yeah, I'd rock up in an old '90s something or other, and yeah. not care about the bloke in the electric yeah. P two hundred six hundred million thing. Like, yeah. Well, the beauty about like oh, historic racing and stuff is that they put them into categories. Yeah. So you know you you don't have to go electric to be competitive. You yeah. can just sort of go for one class. Yeah. We'll be in the historic class. <laughs> A slow class. <laughs> Still having more fun than a bloke in his uh, electric yeah. kettle. But I do think there's a... It always makes me wonder, you know, like these old guys that are sort of stuck in their, their you know, cars in the 60s and 70s. Like, I don't know if I'd have as much fun driving a car that was that much slower, but I don't know. I reckon you would. I, I mean, suppose. Because you're, you're in your class. already, so... 
Oh, mate. <laughs> but, but you're racing your mates with similar, you know, cars. So yeah, I suppose. In your, yeah. in your, in your class. class, you'll be having a great time. Yeah, I suppose. You know? Slow car fast is always better than fast car slow. Yes. That I can attest to. So. Yeah, well, that's a good point. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good chat. Mm. I suppose a bit of news. Yes. Uh, the well, we, Do we want to talk about the Yaris anymore or... They've well, all sold out. They sold out in six days. Yep. 580 of them sold in the first half an hour or something mm, like that. Yeah. First couple hours. Jeez, those marketing people really did their job. You know what they've done now, though? I think the next 500 or the next... Some of them are only going to be 44,900 now. Right. Like, you know how they're going to say, all right, now it's... Um, if you missed out on the thirty nine nine fifty grand or whatever, yeah, the next hundred cars now after yeah. this are going to be forty four nine. Well, obviously, it was such away. a huge success, and I reckon dealers would have a list of people who missed out, and so they've strong arm Toyota Australia be like, "Come on!" Yeah, it was either that or it's like a ploy to stop people flipping them or flipping yeah. allocations. That'd be it. That, yeah. that's a, that that makes a lot <laughs> I more think sense. That's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. now it's like you can't make any more. Yeah, <laughs> then it does, it almost makes flipping it redundant. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying to protect their own people, which is clever in a way. You know what's cool though? Golby's Parts bought two. They bought two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, like I saw. I thought I'd seen the same update yeah. twice. No. And I'm like, no, no, they bought a black one and a white one. Far out. They got a Supra too. They got a Supra. Yeah, they're far out. Yeah, overnight uh, parts from Toowoomba. My mate um, Brody from work. He uh, he may as well be like a shareholder of Golby's. Golby's. <laughs> like the amount of money that dude spent there, ridiculous. He's building oh. a really cool uh, R33 GTS. I was going to say, if you've got like a Supra or a Skyline yeah. or any sort of um, Holden, yeah, you will have spent a small fortune at Golby's. Yeah, that's all Skid Factor uses as well. Uh, is always it? Yeah. on the phone <laughs> to Golby's. <laughs> They've even got a banner in the in the back of shop. Oh sometimes. yeah, like yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, uh, good on them. Yeah, we'll no, see. I'm, I'm keen to see one. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'd I, be keen, you know, if they're still... I'd be keen to just test drive one mm. just to see what it's all about, you mm. know? Like, was, yeah, it'd be a little pocket rocket, that's oh, for yeah. sure. And you just did chop most, you know, 600 horsepower things. This would be like a little baby, like, supercar killer in a way. Yeah. Like, old, old last-gen supercars, I mm. reckon this thing would probably chop them. Oh, powered away, absolutely. Yeah. And I just can't wait to see what the aftermarket does with it. Oh, it's going to go mental. Oh, imagine just upping the boost yeah. on this thing or getting a bigger turbo. I wonder turbo how high-strung it is. 1.6 litres already. Yeah, with 200 producing, kilowatts. Yeah, exactly. Head, <laughs> head gasket, head gasket. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. Like, unlike the Supra, where it was already a known entity with yeah. the BMW powertrain, this is all new. Yeah. So, it could, I think it's going to be closer to, like, the GDR development cycle than mm. the Supra one. It's actually going to take probably a couple of years yeah. for tuners to figure out what's going on with it. Mm. HKS will probably be like, oh, you know, we can put an exhaust on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there may be potential, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know for sure. Well, it could be basic things like, you know, a better front mount or something and all that. Just bigger intercooler yeah. or something. But outside of that. And then I guess it's the ECU as well. Mm. You know, a lot of people in America um, with the C8, they were trying to. All the YouTubers trying to twin turbo it and nitrous yep. it and add all this power and stuff. And uh, the ECU's locked. Mm. So, like, they, you c it's almost redundant to try and do it mm. because you can't unleash the full power because it's a locked ECU yeah. from GM. Like, they've just encrypted it completely. There's mm. no open source aspect to it at all. So well, I mean, the again, the GTR was like that originally. It was locked Someone down. Someone will figure it out. Yeah. Usually, usually people manage to work out how to unlock them. Jailbreak it, basically. Yeah. 
<laughs> so did they jailbreak the GDR? Or did someone from Nissan be like, "Come on"? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was locked, and then people got around it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the GTR. There was one high performance car from Japan that was locked, and then they they worked out um, how to unlock it. <laughs> Toyota didn't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> the Super, like, please. Yeah, the eight six that came <laughs> That's back true unlocked, as well. You know? They almost encourage it in yeah. a way. Which is pretty cool. And, but then still deny warranty claims because oh, absolutely. because big business. <laughs> I reckon that's just like engineers versus like the bean counters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the guy, the, the engineers that made it are like, no, nah, no, nah, give it to him. It'll, it'll take it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Then like Toyota Australia, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> if you so much put the wrong tire pressure yeah. in these tires, your warranty denied. Oh, Use the wrong classic. blinker fluid. Yeah. Go on. No. So um yeah I think that's enough enough Yaris chat but yeah mm. I look I look forward to seeing it yeah. I suppose staying on the um on the JDM JDM side of things Honda have confirmed they are pulling out of F1 Oh shit yeah and Red Bull and uh AlphaTauri which was AK Old Toro Rosso won't be without an engine partner beyond next year Shit Yep any so any guesstimations as to who they're going to be going with Absolutely no idea They've only literally got, uh, well, there's Ferrari, Mercedes, or they have to go crawling back to Renault. <laughs> Don't McLaren have their own engine? No, McLaren are using, I believe, a Renault power plant now, oh, and they're okay. going to go to Mercedes next year. Yeah, right. So, it just depends whether Ferrari or Mercedes. Give them all the same Mercedes engine power plant, and let's get racing. Yeah. Uh, could, could Mercedes give Ferrari their power plant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just paint the valve covers red. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's... Wrinkle um, red on your F1 car. Oh, yeah, wrinkle red in intake cover. That'd be perfect. Yeah, so it's... Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a predicament for them because they kind of threw all their eggs in one basket and Honda mm. spent many years being just unreliable, just building bolt grenades for these teams that just wouldn't go the distance. And now they've finally got a somewhat competitive engine, competitive with Ferrari and Renault anyway, not not as good as the Merck engine. Mm. But um, yeah, now they're going to pull out... Um, Basically, it's um, committed to pursuing its goal of carbon neutrality by 2050. <sighs> and so, basically, they think being an F1 is not good considering the industry's moving that, away from internal combustion It just sounds engines. like we can't be asked to make a better engine. Oh, basically, i.e. we're too broke yeah. <laughs> to continue our F1 <laughs> program. So, we're going to, you know, yeah, mask how much, it. Under- how much CO2 would F1 really produce on a, like compared to... Let's say that's the the Civic Type R that they sell, and they've got how many <laughs> thousands of those around the world? Like doing how many thousands, tens of thousands of cars? Yeah, yeah. like how many kilometers does an F one oh, car I do? I bet like every, every every Honda Fit on Earth yeah. is producing more CO two than one F one yeah, car. Exactly. Like it seems like it's a. They should do a buyback of all their little shit boxes and crush them, and that'd be probably doing more for the environment. Just they and can just keep the society. Just let us keep the K twenty K twenty four. Oh, of course. That engine's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know. I've been meaning to say, like, I drive around Mum's Civic. That's got a K20 in it. And I don't know, man. Yep. It's not that good. Like, yep. Of course, from factory, it's not that good. And there's, like, six different variations of each engine. you got, like, the K20A3s and, like, all sorts of variations. I just thought, man. The CRV like... engine's the one to have. Or the Accord. <laughs> no. Or on the K24, the Accord Euro is the one to have, which I think is a K24Z1. Right. Um, but you use a K24 block with a K20 head because the K20 head flows better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't know, I just thought the K20 by itself, just absolutely nothing to write home about. Yeah, but how many engines are shit from factory and then aftermarket makes it better? 
Like even the 2J was a shit of, it, of an engine until Whoa. the after one. Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible... Oh, jeez. Hot takes. Get, get your hot takes. <laughs> no, like when it came out, it was making like 200 horsepower, oh, 250 horsepower. It was among horsepower. the gentleman's agreement. That's common knowledge, yeah. mate. They nerfed it on purpose. Yeah. In fact, those numbers weren't even like correct. They just that's I'm what just the brochures saying. And then said. the aftermarket comes it, along and they're making thousand horsepower two J's. Like, oh my god, that's because the block and all the internals were yeah. so over engineered to even get to that all, point. All the engineers were probably sitting there waiting for someone to do it. They're like, yes, we, we we we've been waiting for someone to actually utilize it. Same thing we did K twenty, mate. No, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, oh. you wait. When when I blow the B eighteen. <laughs> Won't have to be waiting long then. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump. I'll, I'll get a K24. Well, to blow the engine requires the car to run and drive. Oh, so yeah, we're gonna be. Actually, I'm hearing a K20, uh, just a regular K20 is the way to go. You get more revs, but you get less torque. There's no torque, so, dude. That engine. Get, get your car running. It doesn't matter what engine you have. <laughs> I can get a whippersnapper motor in it for all I care. <laughs> Basically, it's a whippersnapper Honda motor. lawnmower <laughs> under the bonnet. <laughs> right, the B18 B2 is a pig of an engine. What you've got now? Yeah. <laughs> the only you, reason why anyone you bought likes the it. only non VTEC Honda on earth. <laughs> well, I bought. Turns out mine's like the first production month. Oh no. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah. As I said before, no ABS, no airbags, right? <laughs> and because it's such a shit engine, you can put a turbo on it because it's like nine point something to one compression ratio. Sounds like it needs a turbo. Exactly. That's why people like the engine, so you can put a turbo on it and it goes hard. Mm. But NA, it's like a fucking boat. So. Oh, well, mate, a boat that moves yeah. is better than <laughs> no boat so. at all. As long as it doesn't sink. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah. All right. You want to chat about your the, sh- the Shed Tegra? Oh, the Shed Tegra, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the rear brake rotors I ordered back in August from Speed Science New Zealand finally showed up. Finally showed up. About so, time. basically, it was, a, um, it was an import part, so it didn't have it in stock. It's like a special right. order. Uh, which is usually 12 weeks by sea. They get like every other month, they get like a giant shipping container worth of orders. Wow. And um, they were supposed to get it at the end of... Was it the very end of August? Because I checked in, just wondering what was happening. I think they were supposed to get it at the very end of August, early... No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No. So anyway, it got in late because of uh, the Wuhan. and um, But now they're here, which is fantastic. So they're a stop tech... Um, slotted rotor yeah uh, very good so because the old ones on there are fucking tired looking and they're definitely wearing down like you can see a lip yep where the pad is worn it away um, so they won't be going on now they'll go on when the car gets to the new place um, and then oh yeah so I, I installed the uh, new clutch uh, slave cylinder yep and um, and the boot for the fork and um, booty. I didn't realize that the K the K tuned clutch slave for the uh, the B series um, uses a different fitting. It uses like an AN fitting where it meets the slave from the okay. hose, which is different to the fitting that the factory hose uses or the factory line uses. That's so annoying. Yeah. Do they sell their own? Uh, so I went back to Speed Signs again and bought a um, Chase Bay's. Uh, entire replacement line so it replaces the entire factory clutch line right uh, from the master to the slave which uses a K or you can specify to have a K-tuned fitting on the end 
So mm, yes, when when aftermarket parts collide, yeah, exactly. This is literally what it happens. Yeah, and this is going to be like an ongoing thing, and it's it's sort of why. Um, Bad Obsession Motorsport pretty mm. much have to make all their own brackets because when you have custom shit with other custom parts yeah. all together, they don't work because everything would be engineered. Uh, a lot of companies engineer aftermarket parts to assuming everything own. else is OEM. Or that all work for their own stuff. Yeah, that's the worst thing. You know? But yeah, a lot of companies try and keep it all OEM and I've run into sort of minor issues mm. with that of, with, on my car. Um, well, I mean, I'm again found that with the power steering delete. So I found it a fantastic location for the reservoir for the mm. power steering delete, but it fails on the uh, clutch site, uh, clutch reservoir, fluid reservoir. So then I had to uh, make that. up my own bracket and mount it like literally an inch over, over, yeah, basically to make it clear the new reservoir. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so it's still it's still higher than the than the master, so it'd be fine for bleeding. Okay. But it's just a fucking pain in the ass. Because yeah. like, it's literally the best spot for that power steering reservoir. Yeah. Because I'm limited to where I can put that based on the length of the AN hoses that mm. go to the rack itself. Mm. <sighs> ah, the joys, so, mate. The joys. Yeah. Of the um, shed Tegra slash shit Tegra slash bog Tegra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your... Uh, well, you, no, you got your tires. I've got ago. my tires, yeah. So I'm going to try and get them fitted this week. And um, Yeah, get them on there. you still not got them fitted? No. Why not? Where's the rush? What do you mean? You can drop the car off the, the bricks or whatever it's on and have it under its own weight. I'm still working underneath it. Yeah, but at least you can, you yeah, know what I mean? It, like wheel it around things it. That, uh, there's no rush, but why not do it? Like, Well, but there's no rush. Four weeks' time, isn't it? Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure there is a rush. There's, there is. At the rate it's been going, you, you probably do want to get that done. <laughs> so, yeah. Um Heck, I'd try and get the rear brakes sorted, but... Yeah, yeah no, I need to do that too. <laughs> so, which still needs to be off the ro- off the ground to deal with that. Yeah, so. no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, even as like a safety device, just have the wheel and tire under the car when you're working on it. I don't know. Something yeah, yeah, always about the, something. Um, yeah. Maybe not those ones. Maybe you should get the Advantis or whatever they were for oh, that. No, they, they're, they're long gone. Nuts, no, no. Mate, they're <laughs> that was a great decision. <laughs> yeah, I always have, I always have um, more than one more than just the jacks mm. whether it's also the the um actual jack jack thing or a um i've got a couple of blocks and um now i've got the ramps i always have a couple of things safety wise yeah mm. it's not so. worth it it's not worth it especially if you're stuck under it and like you can't get your phone to call for help or something yeah it's always you know you're trying to do that mm. i've got the spare wheels there's stock ones in the garage. Mm. Let's try and drag one out and put one under there when you remember. Although it's so easy, you know, if you're just under there for a few minutes not to bother. Mm. I mean, I always put it on jack stands, absolutely. And yeah. I keep the jack mm. sort of just above the mounting point. So if that fails, it'll catch it. So mm. I've always got some sort of contingency. Uh, but then it's always like, oh, if the jack gets in the way, or if your tire gets in the way, you know. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta weigh it up every time. Exactly. But so, yeah, no, so it's, it's doing good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once once the the clutch line arrives, I'll then yeah bleed the clutch and get that working, and then um, get the brakes get the brakes going. Because I'm just gonna take that and the um, knuckles to my mechanic, and be like you do. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Finally. So he likes you. 
Yeah. You'd be getting very friendly with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a good bloke. So that's yeah, it's hard yeah. to find. Yeah. You know, surprise? No. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, you, you don't like the stereotypes, but mm. they're true in a way. You know, they there's are. a lot of dodgy shops out well, it's, there. It's. I reckon if you, it's the the um the chain mechanic places. So, um, what's Kmart Tire Order now? My car. No. Like, just avoid that. Oh yeah. You know, like any of those. That's work experience, Kids Central. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> but if you go like to like this bloke, if you go into his um like I guess customer service waiting room thing, like there's trophy after trophy of like his own motorsport How great. things. There's like motorsport memorabilia, like he has like three motorcycles like in parts just in the customer That's waiting area. Cool. There's like <laughs> four shelves just full of um like Haynes manuals. No, nice. like it's 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 such a like a um, like a, a rummage sale sort of thing happening yeah. down there, but it's the fucking best. It sounds like his waiting room is just like his storeroom. Yeah, basically, <laughs> <just> yeah. <laughs> like there's a sim racing thing I've never seen used. There's a pinball machine. Like, oh wow, okay. Like it's kind of badass. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And it's just this old shop out at Ashgrove. It's great. There's actually a really old petrol station down the road from me, like an old mobile. Mm-hmm. And the guys got like an old, um, it's like a Holden Premier. From the day And um, yeah He's owned that place For like 20 or 30 years As long as I can remember mm. And he's always He's just got the one The one tank Yeah Out the front With two <laughs> <laughs> Two nozzles And that's it Like you can just tell He's an old school mechanic Loves yeah. what he does I'm like Yeah it's so badass Yeah That place comes up for sale mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Then we had a question Didn't we Oh yes Bring it up um, Before I forget uh, so, uh, Andrew Clark, uh, basically commented on the Facebook post for the Clarky. last, um, last episode. And, um, essentially he wants an opinion on some well, suspension. You'll get plenty of opinions and rubbish ones yeah. about on this podcast. So basically he, he says he's got a MPS six, um, mad, mad, madza. And, uh, duh, duh, Basically, he needs, uh, he wants to sort out the damper and spring situation. Um, so, duh, 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 duh. is there really any difference uh, amongst all the China slash Taiwan source slash built coilovers nowadays? And he says he's narrowed his choices down to, is it Seeker? Seiker? Yeah, I've heard of them. Um, yeah. Silvers, BC, or Fortune Auto. Um, only Seeker and BC offer 8K. Rear springs and val- valving, whereas the others only offer 6K rear. Um, same as a wrong wheel drive six. Ooh. So, yeah, um, what was I going to say? I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I, he, I think the top half of his question was talking about um, springs and, and shocks by themselves, like Bilstein B8s or whatever. And yeah. Coney Springs, that's like the gold standard for a street car. Mm. If you don't need the adjustability of a coilover, you go for that. Like that is such a tried and true and tested setup. Um, really can't go wrong. So I am surprised that they don't make those those shocks because they they've got they, they pretty much any car you can think of will come with Bilstein B6s or B8s or something like that. You know, and they'll, they'll make someone will make springs for it, either Ibach or H&R or someone. Mm. You know, Coney. Um, so if you do have to go coilovers, um, fun fact. Um, Fortune Autos are made by Silvers. Oh, yep. 
So Silver's um, only just started recently making their own coilovers. Beforehand, right. they used to just be a manufacturer for other companies, i.e. Fortune Auto. Um, but then, yeah, now they're making... They're like the two big Silvers and BC mm. are the two big Taiwanese coilover manufacturers. So most of the stuff that's entry-level to mid-range will come from one of those two. Yeah, right. So it uh, doesn't surprise me that I think um, he was saying that I think only the Silvers and, and the BC. Fortune Autos came with one set of yeah, spring. Yeah, uh, uh, So, yeah, Seeker, Silvers, BC or Fortune Auto. Mm. Um, only the Seeker and BC offer 8K rear. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. So that that would explain the silvers. Yeah, <laughs> I bet if you looked at them, <laughs> it's just different coloured uh, yeah. Yeah, locking rings or something like that. But um, yeah, I've heard um, Fortune Auto are like the MCA of America. They get all the stuff from Taiwan. They put it together, mm-hmm. just like the you know, gears and gasoline. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen them on gears and gasoline. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like the all I know about them is that gears and gasoline are like best buds with them. So, oh yeah, if you're getting free coilovers from them, I would be too. Exactly. <laughs> We're getting their own logo engraved. Oh, on that them was so cool. That's ridiculous. That laser engraving. But you know, there's nothing wrong with them. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably stay away from the Seeker just because I just don't know what the support is. Mm. Um. I don't know where they come from, and they're probably just a, a a rebadging of something else. There's probably nothing special or unique in them. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with the BCs, you've got a, a massive range. They make so many different types of dampers and different mm. designs and stuff. Um, and then yeah, probably the you know the Fortune Auto if you have got the money or whatever for the the five hundred or the five tens. I, I don't know what's sort of available for the cars, but mm. yeah, that there and the silvers. I guess the silvers uh, they'd be the same quality. So it would come down to availability and what the actual in, you did for different specs are of each yeah. one. Um, I, I believe it's down in Tasmania, so I'm not sure. Oh okay, what? I thought it was stateside. Oh, for some reason, I did. I Facebook stalked him. Oh, you stalked him. <laughs> yeah. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I, just, I need to find out. Increase so we your could, firewall, we could, bro. We, we Use could, a VPN. Uh, we could work Clarky. out. <laughs> well, I need to find out so we can work out. Mitch's gonna to, rip your identity into how to tailor the uh, the, the the opinion. Oh, of you course, know? okay. Because like I don't know, does does Fortune have much of a presence here? No. So no, I would I would think if you, if if you Australia side, um, it'd have to be probably the BCs. Mm. And provided it comes at the spring rates you want. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised MCA don't have anything. They, I would, yeah, well, but you should be able to get them somehow. Well, even if you call up, um, oh, mate, what's his name? Get Josh. Yeah, Josh. And be like, oh, yeah, I would literally, yeah. If, you, if you're in Australia, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd give them a call and see. Mm. Uh, it depends if they make yeah. coilovers for them, though. They may not. I imagine they wouldn't. They make them for Commodores. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, they're like the the MCA, they got a range, but not as big as BC. Hmm. Right. So I reckon, yeah, if you can't get MCAs, get BCs. Nothing wrong with them. Mm. Yep, that's my. I, I know they're popular in the states as well. All the Hoonigan guys run them. because oh, they got a massive BC have a massive marketing right department. They're really big on. They they just want to get brand exposure. Mm-hmm. So that's why all the YouTubers, all the Formula Drift guys run them because they get them for free, basically. Mm. And BC, from the outset, we want to, you know, target YouTubers and people are going to give us a lot of exposure. Yeah. Um, they did that more than pretty much any other company. Yeah, for the know. cost of a couple of, you know, suspension sets. Yeah. I mean, even if they sponsor 50 or 100 pro guys, it's you know, they'll sell tens of thousands. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cheap, cheap marketing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and it's it's a really big market over there for them anyway, just mm. the amount of people. Because um, yeah, they seem to be just, they, they're big in North America. Yeah. In Europe, not so much. No. Because they've got, you know... The Everything else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's so funny. I think I mentioned it. Like, these guys buy these high-level mm. X5M BMWs and stuff, and they're going and putting BCs yeah. on them. <laughs> Because the factory one's too high yeah. or it's it's too spongy. This is like an M car as well, you know? And it's just like, what the hell? What's yeah. the world coming to? Like, you go and buy $150,000, $200,000 M3, M4, and you go and put BCs yeah. on it. Like, I can understand for our JDM cars, yeah. but you know. Or if you want, like, let's say you buy an old M of some description yeah. and like, the, the, the shocks are just knackered. Yeah, exactly. Then sure. Yeah. But like... Old mate just wanted to slam his, um, you know, grocery getting yeah. Sokomum SUV on its nuts. <laughs> it went the cheapest way to do that. Matt, max speeding rods. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it just makes me laugh. I just, I think if I had an M car or something, I would, I would, I would want to go better. You yeah. know, like like get, KW or something. Get yeah. like a high end KW or a high end yeah. Bilstein or something like that. Because they, the, I think the Europeans make the best coilovers in oh, terms yeah. of the dampers. Mm. They could, They have a, like a different philosophy. Mm. So the, the Japanese, because their racetracks are so smooth and because their roads are so nice over there, they have very stiff damping. Mm. And it works wonders. That's Tsukuba or Fuji or wherever. But you go into the real world yeah. in another country, all our roads are like Rattle your feelings out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got a really high amount of rebound and they're just very aggressive dampers. You know, they use that to really control the body roll and... You know, there's just not a lot of thought given for compliance because you mm. just don't need it. You know, you've got more grip off the bat. Yeah. Whereas the Europeans, you know, particularly if you're at the Nürburgring, you've got a lot of undulations. It's a rough track. It's very a, rough. Yeah. yeah, really rough. You need you need travel. Yeah. So you'll find that, yeah, the European stuff, if it, if it fits on your car, um, I think it's probably more suited for Australian conditions. But the issue is, is that because we're not in Europe. It costs a fucking arm and a leg. fortune. Like I looked at, I, I, I spec'd up Bill Steins, um, you know, and I'm even over MCAs, you're looking at like nearly double the money to get the equivalent because Bill Steins all come in and they just sell dampers. They don't yeah. give a shit about springs or top hats no. or anything else like that. Yeah. Just so you've got to go and luck. find your own top hats. Yeah. You've got to get them from America or whatever. You've got to find your own springs. You got to get the dampers from them. It's like holy shit, you know. Yeah. Whereas at least you got BCs, MCs. It all comes, all good to go. Just bolting in, and it's it's good enough, yeah. you know. So it's like that's why you just don't see the European stuff over here, unless you're. I think KW are like one of the only ones that'll do a cost-effective mm. kit, like a turnkey kit. But even then, that's going to be way dearer than anything. Oh yeah, tie, tie sourced. Yeah, I, if I see KW, I immediately think like that starts at Reds. In terms of price. Yeah, price-wise, like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's like not even the one that you'd track, you no, know. No, that's, that's, that's OE replacement spec <laughs> from KW, you know. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh. So, I don't know if we helped at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we raised more questions than answers there, but that, that's gears and deers for yeah. you. <laughs> like I said, you know, <laughs> you wanted my two cents. That's like eight, nine cents yeah. worth there. <laughs> Of questions and answers. Keep the change. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I really can't charge you for that advice. <laughs> I don't think I gave you much. But no, B, I'd say BCs. Yep. BCs or, I don't know, take a punt on the silvers. You uh, Silvers would be, you could get silvers more easier here than um, Fortune Autos. Hmm. 
There you go. Because Silver's actually starting. There's not Silver. really a, a local distributor for Fortune, is there? No, I've not seen. I've not seen them in Australia. Like they, they don't really come up all that often in discussions. No, they're not. They're not a thing over here. Yeah, like they're just not a thing. Mm. They're very popular with the um, grid life people as well. Oh yeah, so it's all over, mm. all over in stateside there. But is what it is. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go, Clarky. Yeah. Take take <laughs> take from that what you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh. I was just thinking, though, like, I've noticed that a lot of the Beamer guys, mm. they mod their cars in a very JDM way. Mm. Have you noticed that? A lot of them run, like, Advan wheels, Voltex yeah. wings. A lot I've seen of the wings. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think my general gist from the Euro guys is they, a lot of them seem to lean towards stance over track, I've noticed. Yeah. It seems... The ones over here, I like, think, do. They go for the whole VIP spec stance thing. I the the old the old Euro guys, mm. absolutely, yeah. But then, yeah, like the particularly the BMW guys, they seem to have like a you know track day bro kind of vibe to mm. some of the builds. Not as much as JDM, no. But I just thought it was interesting. Like I was up in, you know, permanent Voltex wings for the eight six, and a lot of the mobs in North America, they'll have photos of them. Uh, a lot of the wings will fit mm. uh, coupes in general. So eight sixes, S two thousands, and then the odd Beamer. Yeah. And yeah, there's so many BMWs like E forty six, E ninety twos with like Voltex wings. Hmm. And they actually look pretty badass. Yeah. Like, because they're bigger cars, you can get a bigger wing on it, like yeah. a seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred mil long wing, just this massive, <laughs> like slab yeah. of carbon fiber <laughs> on the boot of your German taxi. Just what you want. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. No, that's I'm just talking talking shit mm. now. So, you boys, have anything else to to oh. add? Not really. I, I was going to say, like, guess this car, but I was just thinking of the M3. Like, yeah. it was just, they're getting cheap, some of them, in Australia. Yeah, right. I think they're, like, in the 30s or 40 grand. So like, For what year? Like, we're talking E92 level. Oh. Yeah. I'm E92 like, for 30 grand. Uh, you don't quote me exactly, but I was looking last oh, night. Oh, 30-ish. Yeah, yeah. What What's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Probably needs a full rebuild. Like, like I think I said this the other week, I love an E92. But <laughs> oh yeah, they have the biggest rep for just blowing up <laughs> exactly. on their owners. I've got enough cars that don't run. <laughs> I mean, it's only one, but that's enough. Oh mate, and I just, I just, I just have un- unreliable cars vicariously <laughs> through you two. Yeah. You know, so I don't need any more unreliable <laughs> cars in my life. But it's just that's the problem with the eight six. Like mm. it's so dependable yeah. and so reliable. Yeah, that's the problem with it, isn't? It? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a big problem because you know the the hoon in me would want a, a more powerful car. Yeah, but it's just like it's going to be dearer to mod. Mm. It's going to be heavier. Probably won't corner as well, mm. and it's probably not going to be as reliable. Mm. And it's sort of like when you weigh up all the checks and balances, it's like there's no real reason to move away from this platform. No. If anything, it just becomes like, well, if I do get bored of the power, boost it. So when's that happening? I don't know. I'll tell you, Are Matt. Are you bored of like, the power yet? Um, yes. Not on track, no. Yeah. Because 
that's where it comes into its own mm. and you're already going fast enough on, on the track. Like it's, I don't feel it's underpowered on the racetracks, but it's just sort of like when you're in traffic or you're just driving around on the street and you want to give it the beans, yeah. you know, there's still just not really any mid range there. Yeah. You know, you've really got to get four, five above five grand mm. before it really starts being like, Oh yeah. And it's great up there, yeah. but there are just sort of times on the road where I just wish I had a bit more effortless power. Yeah. Just, you know, tweak your ankle and it just sort of <laughs> goes. Like, it's just not the <laughs> not how an 8.6 is, you know? No, like, not exactly. No, it makes up for it. I mean, you go up a mountain road or something, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the handling. The handling just mm. makes it all worthwhile. But yeah, the, the, the muscle car enthusiast within me wants something to drag race <laughs> between the so, lines. So, so when are you getting a five-liter Mustang? When's that coming in? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I can actually check the prices on those. They've sold a lot of them. Yeah. I reckon they'll be coming down in price. I reckon wait till next year where everyone's superannuation and job seeker payments are dried up. <laughs> Everything's going to be in the toilet. Oh, mate. Like people, like there was a bloke, a bit off topic, there's a bloke selling a SR20 DET swapped uh, 180 or 240 if you're American. Um, 17 grand. For a one eighty. I messaged my mate, I'm like, you should sell yours. Like his isn't perfect. Well, he could still get fifteen for it. This bloke's getting seventeen. That's madness. There was an S fifteen for sale for thirty five grand. That's too much. That's like, way too much money. It's just all these J- like Japanese cars that are old, like they they're old cars by this point. And people yeah, are charging ridiculous monies for it. Oh, market's gone nuts for them. Yeah. That's what I mean. Wait till next year when everyone's superannuation payout and all the job seeker money's gone. Everything will be in the toilet. Oh, yes. It'll be great. Because people wanting. Well, who was it that was telling me that someone, they know a mechanic who's um, got a SS Commodore in, and the bloke's basically withdrawn 20 grand from his super just to throw at it. Wow. Like, pe- people are doing this shit. <laughs> like, and I reckon next year when it's all dried up, the market's going to crash, mm. and that's the time to buy. All right. Watch this space, yeah. people. Have your, have, your, have your monies at the ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you can abstain now, yeah. <laughs> you can profit later. Yeah, if you don't need to buy a car immediately, I'd be waiting till next year. Well, they're saying that about the property market too because mm. uh, all the um, mortgage deferral, yeah, all, that's all, all that's, coming to yeah. an end. And uh, yeah, basically um, the renters have to start paying. Mm. So if renters can't pay... They'd bail. Mm. Landowner can't afford to pay it. They got to sell. Mm. You know, if they were struggling to raise a mortgage, there's going to be stuff coming up. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fledge, a flailing economy, yeah. and we're just going yippee. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, come on. <laughs> crash, 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 crash. crash, crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. But well, this isn't an economies podcast, so. Well, well yeah, you know, e- economics made it. Mm. They. Um, Gone completely off topic here, oh, but when yeah. I was in uni, the lecturers used to say economics was the science of life mm. because it's at a at a base level. Economics is all about things like supply and demand, scarcity, mm. and incentives. Like human behavior, the, the, one of the founding bases of economics is that most people, if they're rationally thinking, will act in one way over another. Yeah. If you can understand, it's like if you can think about people's, what's the incentives to do one thing over another or, you know, opportunity cost, for example, what's the, the net benefit foregone by choosing one option over another? Like once you start thinking in that way, you can start more easily predicting 
how people are going to react to a certain situation or what the cause and effect is of certain yeah. actions and whatnot. And it, it's sort of, it, it's very important at a government level. That's how government, there's a lot of economics involved in that, you know, with doing incentives and, you know, what's this tax going to do or, you know, yeah, effectively. So they're saying because it, it, it focuses on people's decision making, mm. it, it can actually tell you a lot about human behavior. And so hence it was the signs of life as these lecturers would That's love to bang cool. on about and it yeah. is actually true if you think about it yeah. like um yeah it's actually really interesting like in terms of marketing and in business and stuff like learning about economics like microeconomics um it is it you know the study of markets and things like that that can be really helpful um but yeah it was, it was probably one of the best things about uni like it was sort of the fact that uh, those classes, I, it was one of those things I didn't know about because I don't talk about it in school. No. Being an really economist don't. or yeah. something like that, that's like, just not a career option, you know? No. Like even the, uh, the bloody career counselors and shit, they didn't know how useless, but um, basically, <laughs> didn't help me at all, <laughs> no. you know? But um, it was just sort of like one of those things that I wasn't expecting it to be so fascinating. And it was through uni that I was, you know, introduced to it. Mm. And um, it's now still something that I sort of read about and follow on mm. in my adult years. And a lot of those basic concepts have actually helped in general, you know, mm. in my job and stuff. So I was like, hey, you know, it just works. You know, it's like, yeah. it could be this university thing has potential, <laughs> you know. It has a purpose. It has a purpose. What would you think? Not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. As opposed to going to like bot bar or something yeah. <laughs> after class, <laughs> getting blind. <laughs> So that's what university was for. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It was just like a massive, um, you know, national lamp. This is a big piss up, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mostly. <laughs> oh, jeez, you know that was just yeah. The amount of time golf you had, mm. outrageous. Oh, I feel that's. I've, I'm ashamed that like <laughs> I didn't do better. <laughs> I had so much time. Yeah, and you know, back in the day, you just took the piss. <laughs> I mean, used to get degrees or whatever. <laughs> Fours open doors, yeah, exactly. mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No one cares if you got sevens or you know, as long as you pass, you got the piece of paper. Uh, only unless you're like in that corporate world. You go yeah. to that big end of town, and there's yeah. like a million friggin' interns going for one one sixteen hour a day job, and it's like Woo. for minimum less than minimum wage. And it's like, yeah. okay, now we look at your GPAs. Yeah, that's when it becomes important. But ninety nine percent of the time, doesn't mm. matter. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, we're at we're at fifty seven minutes now, boys. Unless we've got something else to ramble on about. No, I think I think we've rambled long enough. I think. Oh man! How <laughs> <laughs> can we just? Uh, Everyone we, else has switched off or gone to do something yeah. car related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so um, anyway, follow us on on Facebook. Facebooks. Just yeah, basically Facebook. Ignore the rest. It, yeah, we've given up on the rest, yeah. and so should you. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the things will auto post to Twitter, but. What's a Twitter? Exactly. What's a Twitter? Who started that? Was I that think it was Matt. Oh. That's why he's not here anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. So Facebook, get in touch with yeah. us. We like questions. Yep. Comments. Mm. Gives us crap to talk about. Piss takes. Oh, yeah, anything. Actually, oh. let us know what you think between the F40 and the F50. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is uh, Am I right or is Joel wrong? <laughs> 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 What a dick. (laughs) And on that bombshell, good night. You've been listening to Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. New episodes go live every Monday. Thanks for listening.